Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 115, 1 Samuel, chapters 26 through 28. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. What are we doing today? Well, let me guess. Yeah. We're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do you remember where we were? I do not. Yeah. Well, David got a new wife in the last episode. Oh, Actually, two. Two yes. new wives. Okay, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. God killed Nabal and gave David his wife. Mm-hmm. And David is kind of running from Saul. He's worried about Saul. I would be, too. Yeah. And so we got more of that going on in this episode. Okay. Should we get into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is chapter 26, verse 1. The Ziphites came to Saul and told him that David was hiding out in the wilderness of Ziph. So Saul went to Ziph with 3,000 of his best soldiers to find David. 3,000 soldiers to yeah, find David? It seems a little excessive, doesn't it? <laughs> It sounds like he just wanted to have a party out in the wilderness. And yeah. Said, Let's use this as an excuse. Yeah, well, I, and I guess David does have a few, you know, like 600 guys with him, something like that. Uh, but they're like malcontents. And... Yeah, but I guess they're pretty tough. So he's taken 3,000 to find him. Okay. David sent out spies who discovered where Saul was camping. Oh, so David knows he's coming. Yeah, he sent out spies, found out where they, that they're coming, and he found out where they're camping. Mm-hmm. So David went to the camp and found Saul asleep. Isn't that convenient for David? Yeah. He's either sitting on the toilet or asleep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he took Saul's spear and jug of water. No one in Saul's camp noticed because a deep sleep from God had fallen upon them. <laughs> yeah, God's involved here too. Yeah. If this sounds familiar, uh-huh. it's because just a couple episodes ago, David snuck in and Cut off Saul's skirt while he was going to the bathroom. Yeah. And now he's doing the same thing. He's sneaking in while Saul's and his men are asleep because God put this deep sleep on everybody so he could sneak in and do this. So he got his jug of water and a spear. So God is on David's side. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Then David shouted, look, I have the king's spear. (laughs) Um, Oh, he's right there. Like he's waking them up from their deep sleep. Yeah, right. (laughs) So Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son David. You'll do great things and will prevail. So David went on his way and Saul returned to his place. (laughs) Yeah, there was a few more words between David and Saul. And one of the things that Saul said that I didn't include here is that I'm sorry for trying to kill you. I won't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to kill you, but I wasn't successful. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm really I'm sorry. I'm done with that. Yeah. Okay, so chapter 27. David said to himself, Saul is going to kill me. I better go hang out with the Philistines. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. From what you just told me, Saul is not going to kill him. Well, that's what Saul said. Yeah. But David apparently doesn't believe Saul when he said that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the whole point of that stealing the bottle of water and the uh, spear Spear. was. Saul knew 
just like when he snuck in and cut off his skirt, mm-hmm. that he could have killed him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He chose not to. So this is all playing, he's playing mind with, games. He's playing with Saul, with Saul for sure. Yeah. For some reason, he doesn't think that it took or that Saul's going to still try to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he's going to hang out with the Philistines. Okay. So he and his two new wives, Abigail and Ahinoam, and 600 outlaws lived in Gath with the Philistine king, Achish. Achish. Same Achish. Same Achish. How yeah. did he survive? Well, remember the last time he was with Achish? I think it was the last time he was with Achish. He was pretending like he was crazy. Remember oh, with oh, the spit yes. dribbling down his beard <laughs> yes. and stuff? And the guy said, well, I don't need any, I don't need any more mad, mad men. Get rid of this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. But now he's back there again. He's going to hang out with him. Okay, so Achish gave David the city of Ziklag, where David lived for a year and four months. Yeah, he just gave it to him. Here's the city. It's, it's yours. <laughs> so while serving the Philistines, David and his men invaded the Geshurites, the Gezrites, and the Amalekites, killing all the men and women, taking their animals and clothes, and coming back to report to the Philistine king. Okay, I don't even get it. The Philistines are good guys or bad guys? Well, it depends on who you're... Uh, <laughs> from the Bible's point of view, uh-huh. they're bad guys. Okay. They're the enemies. These are the, the fierce and most prominent enemies that the Israelites have at this time. Okay. David, in, this, in his behavior right here, is being a traitor to Israel. No question about it. He is committing genocide. He's going out and killing the men and the women and taking all their, their stuff. stuff and bringing it back to the Philistine king. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my question is, when he moved into the new town of Ziklag, he moved in with his his, with his 600 guys, yeah. And so is he just going with his men, oh, yeah, to invade? So He's, he's just using... going from one town to the other, killing everybody. They're all, apparently, um, Philistines' enemies. So he's doing this for the king. He's a mercenary. He's a mercenary for the Philistines, killing the Philistines' enemies. So are the Philistines' enemies necessarily... David's people, yes. Israelites. Yes. Oh my gosh. Not all of them, but some of them are because in the next verse we'll see a little bit more about that. Okay. King Kish would ask David when he returned each day, Where'd you go today, David? <laughs> <laughs> and David would say, Oh, to the south of Judah, the south of the Jehamelites. <laughs> 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 you probably just planned it that I would be reading that. I, I don't know. I hope I got that right. And the south of the Kenites. So notice that he does go to the south of Judah. And Judah is the land. You know, that's the it, land. That's people. Saul's place. That's his place. Yeah. Frankly, that's the place he's going to be king of someday. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> On these outings, David killed all the men and women. Lest they should tell on us. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, if you kill everybody, they can't talk. Yeah, but talk to who? Like, isn't God going to be a little upset that he's killing his people? Apparently not. God's, God's happy with whatever David does. And God's going to know what David does. Oh, yeah. God knows. And so is Saul and the Israelites. And you'd think that that would be enough. Okay, so David's our enemy. Mm-hmm. From here on out. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have anything to do with him. Okay, so... 
King Achish was pleased by this and said, The Israelites will hate David for this. He will, therefore, be my servant forever. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so chapter 28. As the Philistines gathered their armies for war, King Achish asked David, Are you willing to fight with me against the Israelites? So like he's, he keeps repeating it and reinforcing it. You know, you are fighting your own people. Yeah, well, he just, you just want to make sure, because as we see in the next verse, David said, Sure, you know how good I am at that. <laughs> <laughs> King Akish said, Great. You are my protector forever. Okay. So I think a little later, there there is a problem with, there's a problem among the Philistines saying, are we really trusting, we're going to trust this David guy? Mm -hmm. But that's in a future chapter. But for right now, everything's good with with David and And the the Philistines. Philistines. Okay. So verse 3, Samuel had died and Saul had expelled all of the wizards and people with familiar spirits. So when he saw that the Philistines were preparing for war, he had no one to do his fortune telling for him. <laughs> I thought they used... No, they didn't use prophets for that? Oh, yeah, sometimes, but okay. Samuel has died. Okay. And he, they don't have any uh, fortune tellers around. Mm-hmm. And so Saul didn't have anybody to get that done. And the next verse says that he tried asking God, but God wouldn't answer him. Not with dreams, the Urim, or with prophets. No, oh, he's really in a pickle. Yeah. Saul said to his servants, find me a woman with a familiar spirit. <laughs> his servant said, there's a woman with a familiar spirit at Endor. Hmm. So Saul disguised himself somehow and went to find the woman. He did this himself? Yeah, he, he went send, himself. He didn't send somebody else? Uh-uh. He probably didn't do that because if they sent them, then they'd just start prophesying or something. Oh, Remember? yeah, yeah. When he found her, he said, Would you bring a dead person to life back for me? Okay. <laughs> and the woman said, Saul has cut off people with familiar spirits. Are you trying to get me killed? Oh, she doesn't know it's Saul. It's Saul. No, uh, he's disguised. <laughs> yeah. Clever. There's a lot of disguises in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. You'd think she would know. He's, he's a foot taller than everybody in Israel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Saul said, I swear to God that you'll be safe. Uh-huh, except God's I not. swear to God you'll be safe. <laughs> except God's not talking to him. <laughs> so she asked, who do you want me to bring back to life? Saul said, Samuel. And when the woman saw Samuel, she knew who Saul was. Yeah, I don't know why that is. But for some reason, when she saw that Samuel there coming back to life. Oh, because she's doing that. She's doing him. it. She's bringing him up. So <laughs> Samuel's coming back to life. And when she saw that, she, oh, this must be Saul. Uh-huh. So she figured that out. She Maybe she's just connected, and she kind of knows the interaction. She knows that Saul would only ask for Samuel. Because yeah. Samuel just died. Yeah, maybe. Makes sense. Maybe. Saul said, don't don't be afraid. What did you see? Oh, she's the only one who sees Samuel. So. Yeah. Okay. So she said, I saw gods coming out of the earth. Among them was an old man covered with a mantle. And Saul figured that must be Samuel. Oh, well, wait a second. <laughs> or... Saul is covered with a mantle, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of guys covered with a mantle. <laughs> but for some reason, when she said that she brought this guy up mm-hmm. and he wanted it to be Samuel, mm-hmm. and she said and he was wearing a mantle, 
That must be Samuel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so he figured out with Samuel. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's kind of kind of the way of a person with familiar spirits. They just say what you want them to say. Oh, yeah, fortune teller type uh-huh. people. Oh, yeah, sure. But in this case, it actually happened, and Samuel is coming back. Uh, she's bringing him out from the dead. Okay. Samuel said, why did you bring me up? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, wait a second. So bring me up to earth here, or bring me up from hell? Or well, bring from, me up from wherever he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, this is, this is the Old Testament, so uh-huh. they don't really have a heaven or a hell. It's mm-hmm. sort of a Sheol. It's a, it's a place where the spirits kind of wander around aimlessly. Anyway, he was doing that, and they okay. brought him up from the dead. Okay. So Saul said, the Philistines are attacking, and God won't talk to me. <laughs> Not even by prophets or dreams. So I called, yep, tell me what to do. <laughs> Samuel said, well, why talk to me about it? God has left you and is now your enemy. Really? He has taken your kingdom away and given it to David. Since you were unwilling to commit complete genocide on the Amalekites as God commanded. Are we back to that old story? Yeah, God never forgets. God told him to kill everyone, all of the Amalekites, men, women, children, and all their animals. And he kept one guy alive. Mm Mm-hmm. And he never forgave him for it again. For, never forgave him for it. And what was the name of that one guy? Is that Akish? Agog. Oh, Agog. Yeah. I knew it was Ah something. <laughs> yeah, so Samuel had to hack him to death, remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so Samuel remembers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait a second. God is going to take the kingdom away from Saul and give it to David? Yeah. David, the guy who's killing Israelites right uh-huh. now? Yeah, that's, that's his guy. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, that is just crazy. God will deliver Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Okay, he's doing that right now. And tomorrow you and your sons will be with me, dead. <laughs> yep. After Saul heard the words of Samuel, he fell to the ground and ate nothing for a day and a night. Mm, a little uh, intermittent fasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, after much coaxing, the woman of Endor killed a calf and fed it to Saul. Then Saul and the servants were on their way. And that's the end of that story. That is a bizarre story. Yeah. Fortune telling. Being a mercenary for the for, for the, the Philistines, Philistines and, and a witch of the witch of Endor, which is kind of a famous little episode it kind of reminds me of something you know like uh i can't remember the movie from but... shakespeare right oh, oh is it something uh, toil and trouble well oh. <laughs> we need to look like... that up yes, yeah I re- I don't, i'm not as familiar with shakespeare as i am with the bible <laughs> no neither am i but yes we can look that up um all right well <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Sure. Bye, listeners. Bye. <laughs>